Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Hi, everyone. Coming back again. We're back the, again. This is for the girls podcast. Another every week, week, another us. Um, I'm Nick Westray. Uh, yep. Who are you? <laughs> Jason Black. And uh, we're back. Uh, this is a podcast about queer people's love for divas, be them actual or fictional. Yes. This is a because even if they're fictional, they're actual. They're yeah, actual. Yeah. Every like anything's. Anything's real if you believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Truth. Exactly. <laughs> Think about that. Think yeah. about also how sad that is. If you can believe it, you can... Yeah. You can, you can do it. Do any, you can worship it. You can achieve you, it. Yes. You truly can do anything you want in your life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like that's something that I've really learned. If you have by $200 doing in an Amazon account, you can start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Look at the, our fucking asset. Mm-hmm. Why Amazon? I don't know. I actually quit Amazon. I fucking hate it. Oh, that's Everyone amazing. quit Amazon. You're buy better man than somewhere I. else. But this isn't an Amazon podcast. No, this is it's a diva not. podcast. It's a diva this is the Lady Love podcast. I, I just... stand Amazon. Amazon is my diva. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos is my diva. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. It's my inspiration. Jeff okay, Be- so you know that voice. Let's just you say know we know voice. who that voice I said is. We're, I said we're turning champions. Is this oh. a part two? Hello. Is this was one of our classic part two? I can't believe you invited me two-parters. back. I thought after last week been, you, were, you would never have me back. It's been a week later. Max actually <laughs> gained weight in the last week. I thought I was going to lose. He's huge. <laughs> I planned on losing. G- huge. You GG? I couldn't G-G'd have foreseen out. this. You, I know. Fur, you full GG. I had such a GG week, guys. <laughs> you have no idea. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. Max is back. Max, who's your diva? Bane Gibby. I mean, Valerie Cherish. Sorry, Valerie Cherish. Bane Gibby is the actress who plays Gigi on the comeback. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. We we should do a whole episode. She's a legitimate diva. Would she come onto the show? Oh my God, would she? Who do you think her diva is? Um... It's probably Valerie Cherish as well. I think it's. A, I think she's Celine Dion. Maybe Whitney. Oh, we've done a lot of Whitney episodes. I um, feel like Max it also a... could be um, J- um, Jane Austen. Jane Austen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like she would. She would like start crying and be like, "I know that's lame, but we're talking about the character Gigi, right?" Yes. Okay. <laughs> or no, and the actress who plays her. Yeah. Um, yep. Who I haven't we, met. Ooh, Gosh, this, this is, is crazy. Well. This is crazy. Um, if you talk about any character in the comeback, you have to talk about the actress who plays him. up to fucking we are. We've been taste, to heaven. We've been tasting the rainbow again. I can't believe you still, still have Skittles. Skittles. Nothing We're but eating, Skittles. I'm losing like my goddamn mind on Skittles. tropical Skittles. That's what I kept, telling, I kept telling Nick. I was like, it's all just vaguely tropical. Skittles just like when we they're not just like, regular Skittles. We went to a Bonds and a smoke shop and a gas station and then a Walgreens before I found this double bag of oh, Wild Berry and Tropical Skittles. It was just purely Skittles. a search for, for the rainbow. For the Wild I berries. also wanted cups and I was struggling. <laughs> I prefer gummy. Skittles, are they're like horrible. Oh. 
Okay, wow. Skittles are chalky. So <laughs> guys, chalky. Just, just hit the hit the smash that download button, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come back. We just did the come back to. You wanted hot takes for me. Yeah. Listen, I hate Max, Skittles. Max is an actress who has been seen in such things as the comeback. Imagine the comeback, and we did a play called Unnatural Acts together. He's doing a new play next year in New York. Can we? It say hasn't that? been announced. Oh no, never mind. It's okay, he's not. He might be. Check his Instagram. I love that. It's just like a little taste. Yeah. Follow him at Max Jenkins. Y'all and uh, learn all com. about his life. dot com. dot biz. <laughs> Maxjenkins. dot biz. Go to his OnlyFans. Org. He dot has org. a discount. An organization. Max has a discount this week on his cameo and his OnlyFans <laughs> in honor people, of this episode for people who listen to this podcast. So the, you're not on cameo, are you? Nobody. I'm on OnlyFans. No, um, I'm not. You are on cameo. I am. You so you he'll give you he'll give you a discount if you the use price the, is really low at this point. I don't know how I can get it lower. If you use the code for the girls, you get a you get three dollars off a cameo from Max. <laughs> we were in the Catskills, and I did I did get one of my like total two cameo requests, and I got it when I was with Nick in the Catskills. And was it a birthday? Was it happy birthday? Yeah, it was. And in the background, at the end of the cameo, you can hear me yelling, "Max, it's time for dinner!" And I'm like, "Wait a second! A friend bought me brought bought me a cameo for Christmas from a reality star. Who? Who? Cast um, member of Cheer? What? Cheer cast member? No, this was for Christmas. This was oh. just, remember Cheer came out and changed all of our lives this year. Yeah, it's so, so, so sudden. Do, so, do you remember? It was um, jarring. No, it was just, it was some, there was just this, it was, she actually found the worst human being possible, the person that like makes, <laughs> it was for me and my roommate it, who makes our stomach churn. Wait, it was an just, actress? No, it was a reality star. Okay. Who? Reality star. Just Wait, this random guy on, on Summer House. You I don't, will not know it. him. He was a one season nightmare <laughs> on the show that no one watches called Summer House in which they go, people in New York go to the Hamptons and like live it up, I guess. Anyways, she had him come on and, and I guess all she texted, because you just get a little bit of thing to say and she was like, I would like you to say. You can see the person like sort of their eyes are looking over at the text so they know what to say. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I heard that you love dogs. So I love dogs too. Anyway. Yeah. So, he, so she wrote like, just say happy Christmas to Jason and Paj and because I have a cat named Latoya and like mm-hmm. wish Latoya well, which then turned to be like. I heard you have a cat named Latoya. That's a great name. I hope she's doing okay. And then kind of went on. The editorializing. Yeah, editorializing. He gave us a Merry Christmas for two minutes. It's his art. Wow. Yeah, I don't think he gets that many cameos. Did you see the Luann? Valerie Cherish is on cameo. You know she is. Did you you see the Luann De La Seps cameo fail recently? No, I need it. She, it's so good. I'll, maybe I'll cut it in here. But she she has this cameo fail where she goes, she's like, she's like, Happy birthday, Mary. My darling, uh, that you live in New Orleans and you're originally from Chicago and you teach, you teach special ed. That's fabulous. I love uh, special ed because I'm a jock at heart. I love sports. <laughs> I mean, it's not a fail. It's a win. It's like, what does incredible. that even mean? She thought it was physical education. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. I thought she was. Look, like, we're we're picking nits here. She's the best. She did. She I did a great job. She did a great good job, Louis. I recently got one from Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. Really? Wait, you? Oh, someone. Did oh. you pay for it? No, my friend got got me one. In honor what if you of just fistulotomy? That's my act, surgery. What if you just did bought you your say, own cameo? I heard you had surgery. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's Nikki Blonsky from movie Hairspray. Wait, that's sick. That she's is, that's but how she's she a says, huge cameo queen, right? She's also a huge Twitter queen. It had you to know be that. Good, You've seen that, she, right? No. It could have been guys got to look bucks. up how she. she it's, maybe we'll cut this out, but like, there's a whole famous Twitter thing where she'll write she writes to hundreds of celebrities and she's like hi love your work you're so great Nikki but she Blonsky. always says it's Nikki Blonsky it's from the Nikki movie Blonsky Hairspray it's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray and it's, it's like, kind of like you and Nina Garcia yeah 
Do you guys have... Are you in contact? I tweeted once like 10 years ago. Wow, how and, did I get all the blue And ones? then I, the second time I tweeted, I said, I'm back. Thank you to Nina Garcia. <laughs> Which, so I tweeted only once. It was just something. And then I just... But the first one was to Nina? No, the first one was nothing. And then I didn't tweet again for months. And then I just got back on it. I said, I'm, I'm back. back. Thanks, Nina Garcia. And she said, welcome. That can't be real. It, I, yeah, it was real. It's very real. <laughs> it's just like Valerie. And then Bain I started trying to Andy tweet Cohen. at um, Cody Gifford, Kathy Gifford's son, <laughs> and I just then I just threw the towel. And it's just too exhausted. No, I don't know. I just knew. I just like had some idea that I was gonna do go in there. I mean, that's what Twitter is for. I was like, I, my idea was like I was gonna ask him what he was reading. I wanted to see if I could get him to respond with his latest book, but it's too tiring to tweet. It is. It's horrible. <laughs> it's so Nick's like my girl. I don't tweet. You don't tweet? Do no. you have a Twitter? You read my yeah. tweets. It's like how I get my news from Nick's twi- tweets. Mm-hmm. What are they called? This is an update queen. Hey, follow this me. This is an update queen. Follow me on Twitter. Well, Valley cherishes on Twitter. Season mm-hmm. two. Here we come, bitches. Let's oh, get in. Oh, boy. That's that episode one of season two of The Comeback. Another perfect episode it's a of feat. television. It, so much what happens. If you guys think about it, she has to go from being so mad at HBO that they're co-opting her image and doing this HBO series about... And about her, so Polly G. But wait, wait! Not only does she have to go from that, but that she then has to agree to being in the show. I mean, it's right. like the most insane one eighty for Lisa Kudrow to successfully pull off, and she does. So let's go, and you just follow me, okay? Whatever happens, just don't stop filming. I might flip a conference table or two. Hello, how can I help you? Uh, I'm Valerie Cherish, and I need to see someone in charge of seeing red. The signing sheet's here. Well, I'm not. Here for that. Um, they've already started auditioning, Mickey. Oh, dear. Okay. You know what? This is perfect. This is perfect. This is my proof to HBO. I just need to point to them and say, you did not ask my permission, okay? And you need to stop. Okay. Catherine Hahn? Val? Oh, Sharon? <laughs> Good to see you, darling. <laughs> oh. Good to see you, too. You um, can't do that. Do you have an appointment today? Uh, did I need one? That's me. They're all doing me, okay? You call her Aunt Patsy, but it's Aunt Sassy, and you know it because you cast me in it. Not okay. Right. Um, let me tell them you're here, mm-hmm. and we'll see what they can... Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, you see what they say, okay? But I'm going to go in anyway, you know. I'll go in. I'll go in. Yeah. Okay. Hmm? Are you... Oh, right now? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So to set it up for all you masochists who just listen to this show and don't have any idea what we're talking Hopefully about. Hopefully this at least wets your whistle to like really get it Paul come back G, if you have the it. showrunner from her old show, Room and Board, who fucking hated her, who she punched in the stomach and made barf, and then they did a double barf. And she ruined his <laughs> life, we learned. They did that learned. double barf. He became a heroin addict... Because of Valerie. He was a heroin addict. Yeah, he was that whole time. And then he hit rock bottom, goes to therapy, goes to rehab, gets out, writes a show called Seeing Red about um, a comedy writer who has a sitcom starring a woman named Mallory Church. Yeah. I mean, just as a little example, I mean, she, he really felt that Valerie killed his inner child because there's a scene when she's on, on green screen, she's ripping a baby apart. He tells her to rip a baby apart. Okay, Val, now I want you to pretend like you're you're tearing a child apart, okay? You're just ripping a child apart. A what? You're destroying my inner child. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> You're destroying my inner child. Inner child, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, okay. Great, great. Yep. Okay, great. Great, let's cut. Oh, let's good. cut. Okay, okay good. great. Yeah. It's so good, we're gonna go again though, okay? Great, okay, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah. in good. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. This isn't what we normally do, you oh. know, this stuff. <laughs> Special effects. <laughs> Ripping a child apart. I don't know what they're gonna have me do for an encore. Uh, eat Santa Claus. <laughs> Quick okay. question, Andy. Um, do you think I could know what the monster looks like? Uh, yeah, we have a we have a picture. Oh! Get to see a picture. That's fun. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's great just to have a mental picture, right? Because I've been playing around with a couple voices, you know, something like... Um, you know, I'm a monster and I'm dangerous. There's no voice. Well. You're the monster, Val. You got it? Okay. You don't have to do anything because you're the monster. You. Clear? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm playing the character who's the monster. Mallory's the monster. That's right. I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. Good. I also love, he's such a fuck. Head. Such a fuck. I love also, like, he, like, learned just that little bit in recovery where you're supposed to take responsibility. So at one point, <laughs> when they're at the Emmy, par at That's the Emmy party, and he kind of, like, just, like, Make amends. take his shits on her, and he go just pulls her, and all he says is, that wasn't, that wasn't you. Polly, just want to say, it's, it's a beautifully written show, you know, really is, and I'm, I'm going to do my best. Well, yeah, I hope you can do better than that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just got you this and Yeah, Val's well, coming in. Hi. Hi. That wasn't you. Huh? That wasn't your fault. I'm sorry. It's all right. That's okay. That's okay. You know Mark, right? Oh, Mark. Holly. Oh, the G. That, that wasn't your fault. I yeah. Can barely look. Could barely even mumble the it's apology so fake. to her. I think it's the only time he actually takes anything back. Yeah. Right. From being horrible to her, and then he just goes right back into being like, "Yeah, now you're going to play my experience of you." And even when she's auditioning yeah. inadvertently for the reality, for so for she goes into Red. HBO to like confront them while she's making a pilot presentation. The show, the season starts off with her making a pilot presentation. Of a new reality show about herself. Yes, because she's been bored, honestly. Because she's been bored. Yeah, like since what has happened since season one? They don't tell us what happened to season two of the comeback. We, we get a little glimpse in episode one of season two. We learn that she was in a, a student film, which she's right. she's like, well, okay, it's an independent film. You know, it's film school, Mickey. It's film school. <laughs> okay, so let's pick us some clips. Show the people what I've been up to. Huh? Here's this. What is this, Red? A home movie? Oh, no, that's that uh, independent film I did. Oh, right, with those cute college kids. Well, they're film school, you know, so it's an independent film. And film school, Mickey, you know, like our crew here, got to start somewhere. Yeah, this is too hard. And she did um, one episode of a procedural where she says something like, she's like, I'm saying it's not a suicide, Sally. Yeah, that was fun. I like that. Like doing that show. Writers let me play. I added Pally. What are we gonna do with you? <laughs> I added that. Uh, yeah, I, I thought of Pally. And what else? I think she did some. Oh, she she was an actual original cast member of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. Oh, do, people don't right. know this. That Valerie Cherish, and they have a little clip of her 
with, with um, Lisa Vanderpump. With Lisa Vanderpump, and she simply can't. Okay, trying to make you the villain here. Well, okay. yeah, trying to make me talk about people and I don't know no. things. I can't say things that I don't know. I can't oh, do God it. Say. Well, I can't, okay? I've done this before. They are trying to make me the villain, Mm-mm. all right? Well, they say they're not. They right? say they're not. And then, uh, you know, not. you don't know what's coming later, all right? Because I've done this before and this should be a warning to you, all right? I'm not putting myself through this again. Not for this show, anyway, okay? Because it's, to be frank, it's not Housewives of New York, all right? This isn't going to last. I'm sorry, oh, really? but it's not Housewives of Beverly Hills. Not one of us even lives in oh, Beverly yeah, Hills. Oh, yeah, I do, I do. Okay, one okay. person lives in Beverly Hills. Well, oh, you've got okay. a show. Great. You know what? I can't. I, I, Andy, I'm sorry, but I quit. Oh, yeah, I well, that. I did. Yeah. Wait, just for the record, though, Andy, for the record, I'm not storming off. All right. It's just that I've, you know, done a reality show before, so I know how it goes. I know how it works. So thought I was up for it, but I'm not. So I'm sorry, but goodbye. Good luck. Okay. Good yeah, luck. If fine. this is what you okay. want to do, then okay. I'm happy for you. I got it for all okay. of you. Well. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, be again. She can't it. understand reality well, television. Then, no. then again, in like season one, what's so amazing is like remember where they they do the Mary. Um, What's the actress's name? Mary Louise Heller. Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner. Mary Louise Henner. Mary Lou Henner. That whole scene, and they're like, whoa, they're literally making fun of them. They're also being included on the joke. You do feel that, like, the housewives, like, they have to have some distance from how horrible it all is. And that it's, and, and seeing Lisa Vanderpump literally being skewered for trying, you know, because the whole time she's like, I'm not going to do this. I know. I'm not going to engage in a fight like this think, on screen. Do you think Lisa has actually seen the comeback? I don't know. Well, does. it's kind of funny because Lisa, that whole thing with Valley Cherish being like, I'm not going to do this. That's the narrative for Lisa in the, her last season. Mm-hmm. There was this whole dog gate situation yeah. where like, she called out one of the other housemates or one of the other cast members for like, abandoning her, her one of the dogs from her rescue and then, so Lisa like goes and tells TMZ, but then all of a sudden denies that. And she straight up was like, fuck you, I'm not getting the villain edit. Mm-hmm. And leaves. Wait, really? That yeah, happened yeah, to she Lisa? Just quit. That just happened. Yeah. She was like, this she basically year. in the but middle the of the season. But foresaw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. She, she didn't even come to the, um, the reunion. But she from what I've seen, Lisa like, really gonna... has been really cruel in recent seasons, no? Yeah. I feel like she's been an asshole. Um, yeah, but there's also, she like lost her brother and some yeah. horrible things right, happened right, to her. Right, 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 right. She, she, she actually kind of plays it, I don't know, I don't know. You should listen to a sexy, unique podcast, Carrie's Oh, God, I mean, it's incredible. about Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I know, I know nothing. I yeah. need to get into it. But anyway, season two of The Comeback starts, yeah, and she, so she goes to HBO to confront them with about another ch- taking over her life. film crew, with a right. children's film with crew. With literally teenagers on her film crew. Including Mark's nephew, Tyler. Right, who's such a fucker. God, I hate him. Such a little fucker on this it's show. such a great way to know the little character, though, to add. Mm-hmm. So oh, he's like, great. She, she can talk to you and kind of also switch off professionalism and kind of be like, Tyler. She's like, teaching yeah. him. Show him, the, show him the ropes. Yes. Show him the ropes. I don't know. Tyler, no, you stay on me. Yeah. Oh, is that Tyler over there? Yeah. God, I can't see anything with that bright light. Yeah. How you do it, Val? Well, hey, Uncle Mark. Hey. Hey, you know, uh, call your mother... She hasn't heard from you in over a week. Okay. Mark. Well, she calls me. Don't do that. Crying. I know, but um, don't embarrass him in front of the rest of the crew, right? Because trying to be professional, he's in film school. I'm not in film school. No? I thought, but don't you go to USC, right? You're a film major? 
No, urban planning. Okay. Didn't Delia say? I thought your sister said that yeah, you wanted a career yeah, in show business, oh, though. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, but they—they they ushering him into they the industry. They ask her to read for herself, and then when she asks, well, it's not her. It's, it's Mallory Church. It's Mallory Church. When she asks for a moment to prepare, they're like, why would you need to prepare? And this was such a devastating moment for me when she's like, Sharon, do we have the monologue? Sure, that's a great idea. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Obviously, we're not asking everyone to read that. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks for that. I guess I could, yeah, I could take a few minutes out there, try to memorize it, right? uh, You don't need to memorize it. No one's expecting that. You know, we just, just want to see it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, truth is, I didn't didn't read the whole script so busted Uh, so you know then it's a cold reading and i don't do cold reads well and i could argue otherwise i've given you stuff cold before right i had you change lines right on the spot you always you always nailed it Uh uh-huh if you'd like to take your time and prepare Mm -hmm. and then come back yeah are are we casting tomorrow uh this is the last day scheduled so far right right well i'm in ireland tomorrow oh Oh. Right. Well, it's up to you. We all know it's a cold reading. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Like, she does take herself seriously as an artist, like any of us. Like, she's like, well, can I go memorize it? And they're like, well, you don't have to memorize it. I mean, just. just, And then she delivers the most, like, heart wrenching. I know. It was incredible to me that she didn't kind of glitch out, that she actually delivered some outstanding work in that audition room. You think I'm this dried up, middle-aged woman. Look at the jokes you write. Look at this tracksuit you make me wear, all saying the same thing. I'm old, I'm annoying, I'm unfuckable. Well, I'm not the joke, okay? You are, Mitch. And instead of spending all your time trying to make me the joke, why don't you do your job and write me one, huh? A real joke, Mitch, not you and your boys off in a room making fun of an old woman's pussy. Yeah, I heard you. I heard what you think of me. I heard it. Well, maybe you and everyone in television... Oh, said it wrong. Just gonna go back. Okay. Well, maybe you and everyone in the television business can't see me as desirable. But there are plenty of men out there who... But there are plenty of men out there who would still want to fuck an old lady like me. So, fuck you, Mitch. Just fuck you and fuck you. Okay. Yeah, because she finally, it was like a mix of her actual experience too, yeah. like actually getting to say these things yeah. to Polly G. Right. And then on her way out, her mic gets stuck on now, the door. Now, as her mic gets stuck, we hear Polly G, and I actually rewound this when it first came out because I was like, what the fuck? He, he's like saying something like, oh, he doesn't want her in the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. Polly G doesn't want her to play herself. And they're all like, well, this is too good not to use. I mean, it's fucking delicious. This woman playing herself. I can hear them. I don't know what that was, okay. but I've got to have more of it. Is that weird? It's stuck. Okay. Leave it, leave it, leave it. We're not gasping her, though. Right? Okay. Not doing your row, Polly. I can't have the camera. <laughs> What's it stuck on? I don't understand. <laughs> And we get like a little snippet of, the, of them saying that. So it's funny to watch the whole season knowing that Polly G didn't want this. Mm-hmm. But somehow he's been thrown back together with his arch enemy of all time. It just also makes me think... I just, like looking at it from his eyes every once in a while. Uh, yeah, and looking from, from his eyes and just from, the, the, from his general misogyny of like... Yeah. 
oh, like the easiest target is like someone like a Valerie Cherish. So like all of his problems, and then it's very clear he was like everything that went wrong with that was you. She's the scapegoat. He really rewrote history. It was not her fault. Yeah, no, but but of course, like everything, it was all it was all how horrible you were. Yeah, like he saw no humanity in her, just like a desperate actress, which is kind of what they really show us in season one. Like this, it's not just a desperate. There's something behind this desperation. Yeah. And and for him, it was like, from what he took on was that, yeah, I guess, like, I guess, again, pl- placing that blame is just disgusting. Apologies so such. So I've had people say, like, seeing him, and they say, like, oh, I see him in other roles, but I will always hate him. I can't watch him. I know. It's mm. a problem. Like, I hate him. They're like, yeah. I, and I hate, he's so good. He played, he's like, so a good. kindly dad on some comedy, and I was like, oh, my God, really? He's yeah. someone's it's, father? It's really hard. But it's also, they give her at the beginning, she thinks it's going to be her redemption arc. Right. You know, she's, she's going to... finally re- taking control of the narrative. She's going to redeem herself. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. And Mark is just like, what... Her husband is like, what... Marky Mark Lovebug is like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do this for yeah. him? Someone say ring. Oh, ring! Oh, it's my agent. This is Valerie Cherish. Oh, you know what? Let's do that again. Val? Oh, this is better. Okay, you guys, you're going to get me telling Mark and get his reaction when I'm telling him. Hey, guys. Hi. Still working? <laughs> yeah. Um, got something to tell you. Tell me what? Well, Marky Mark, just got a call from my agent, Sean something. Um, HBO and Mr. Polly G loved me and offered me a part in seeing Red. How do you like that? <laughs> well, how'd that happen? Aren't we suing them? Well, okay, that was a mistake, you know. Lesson learned. Took myself too seriously, you know. It's a part in a show. Well, last night you said it was you. Yeah, and somebody's going to play me, you know, and not as good. Now it's me playing me. Well, <laughs> I don't think no so. No way, though. I'm <laughs> no fucking way. Well, to be continued. Well, it's not me, Mark. It's Mallory. I mean, a lot of people say that to her. You know, Tom, uh, Mark, uh, Polly G's old collaborator on Roman Gore. That episode is so dark. When she goes to visit him where he's doing like a Nickelodeon show, he's like, can I ask you something, Tom? Sure. Why are you working with him? Do you you have any idea what he used to say about you? He said that you're the devil. (laughs) He said that you're the devil and we should find a stake and pound it through your heart. If you have one. Uh Uh-huh. And kill you. No. Real glad you didn't take him up on that. Seriously, Tom, everyone wants to go to eat. I'm having a meeting. Give me one fucking minute. Jesus. You need to get away from him, Val. Well, uh, look, okay, he was under pressure, right? And he was a drug addict, Mm -hmm. so made mistakes, said some things. I said some things, too, to Mark, you know, after a glass of Pinot Grigio. Well, listen, like the old saying goes, let he who has done it cast the first stone. Ugh, Jesus, why? I don't get this business. Her comments about him being on drugs. I know. Like her, her was just like. It, was it the drugs? So what was it like? She <laughs> she sees like a. I think it was one of the posters, and she sees the needle, and she's like, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> yeah, totally. She's you're like, like you're she's like, don't don't, don't relapse. It's, Oops, sorry. It's a needle. Funny. He was on drugs. <laughs> it's not cute. <laughs> and so once he once she gets the show, HBO then they convince HBO to do this behind the scenes thing. She knows she has to get back Jane. 
Right. So she drives out to the middle of the desert where Jane is living. This is the standout performance of season two for me is Jane. Is, is Jane, Jane? I mean, it's really incredible to me. That drive is so funny where like no one knows where. They're in like Topanga. Or yeah. yeah. And there's like no GPS. Yeah. She has chicken. Mickey comes too on that ride. Mm-hmm, we yeah. get to see our Mickey. This trip to Janevale is a long way to go. That email looked like a definite no to me, Red. Well, no such thing as a definite no. Okay. What's the name of that road again? Oh. It's, uh, 4325 Ysidro Sage Road. And I know this is her current address because I didn't get my Christmas newsletter back. And Jane has won an Oscar for a film about um, Cambodian boat women. (laughs) No, no. Her short film was about lesbians, lesbians. in the Holocaust. Yeah. Oh, lesbians in the Holocaust. She wants to do she's a She's trying to do a <laughs> film about Cambodian boat women. <laughs> yes. She can't get the funds. And she's like, even after she won her Oscar, she's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I still had trouble raising money for my next one. Oh. I have an unfinished movie about the Taiwanese boat women in my barn. Nobody even wants to know about it. Well, maybe HBO wants to know about it. Documentary. <laughs> seen, I mean, she's really brilliant. Seeing Valerie Cherish hold that Oscar, I mean, it was it was truly electric for me. I, know, I wonder like, if that was a real Oscar. That was somebody's that they donated. To I, I I don't know, but that they literally just that performance. I got of chills. Her, you know, it's like it's that whole thing of like when you're a kid and you wanted an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I was really truly watching to see Valerie Cherish with an Oscar, something you know that she's really wanted for her whole life. Yeah. Kind of at her end game, right? It's, I mean, you you imagine that maybe in season three she would do a feature. We saw last season how she was about that people's choice. <laughs> Tyler, make yes. sure that you get me with the Oscar. Yeah. You know what, Mickey? Here, we take a picture of me with the Oscar. Just want to make sure. I want it on my phone. Yeah? Take another one for safety. Another one? Another one? Just one more. Jane taking pictures with your Oscar. I know, I'm right in the room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I could see you. I was blinded by the gold. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. It's an Oscar. I mean, Valerie Cherish, here we have a woman who, by this turn of events, she gets an Emmy nomination. I mean, she can does. you believe that? She got there. And she's almost carrying it with grace this time around because she's like confident in her contribution to seeing Red. She knows that she's the woman to play this role because it's her. Even though it's not me. It's not me, but it is me. But what we also learn, too, is like it comes at a greater personal cost. So huge. So everything, she debases herself throughout season one. In season two, she's going to debase herself and everyone she's ever loved. Right. In order to get there for season two. And I can't begrudge Marky Mark for moving out one bit. I mean, they no. moved the production into their home. Yeah. Another example of Valerie trying to pay for something. They tell her that all the scenes of Mallory at home are going to be cut. The, 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 wow. the line producer in the wheelchair. Oh, that fucker. Is... I didn't hear your chair coming. <laughs> her hair person is like, excuse me, I need you to move your cart. <laughs> it's not the most PC but that's show. Her, that's not Mickey. She has a second Mary hair Anina. person, <laughs> Mary Elena, who puts the hair on. She says, why it's the wig? I just wanted to say that if there's anything you need, let us know. Tell them about the smell. We need a new trailer or clothespins for our noses. <laughs> Who is that? Am uh, I paying him? That's my hair person, so yes, you are. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I just got an invoice for a wig. 7000 Oh, yeah, that's my Mallory Church wig. I just thought that, you know, um, you wouldn't need a wig because 
your hair is red. Well, okay, but that's my hair. You know, that's not Mallory's hair. It's different. Mickey, uh, can you bring me Mallory? Yeah, here you go. Voila! Yeah, see that? Just take it off the... Thank you, doll. Okay, look at this. See that? See, my hair is more strawberry, you know, and this is more fiery. So, completely different hair. Completely different people, you know? And, you know, it'll save time. Because I'll come in as Valerie, plop this on my head, and I'm Mallory. So, oh, please excuse me. I need to get by your <laughs> card. Happy first day, oh, Valerie. Oh. There she is. I'm Mickey, my adorable. We get to work together again, huh? I told you we would. We did Joan Van Ark for the TV Land Awards. <laughs> Who's this? I'm Marianina. I'm here. I thought he was there. Well, yeah, no, Mickey styles it, and then Marianita places it. I don't work with glue. Why is this wig off the wig block? Oh. It's not for show and tell. Well, well, it's not right. Okay. Oh, here we go. What is that awful smell in here? She's great. <laughs> yeah. I can't pay for two hair people. Oh, well, both necessary. So, gotta have them. We'll figure it out. Mm, we figured it out for one. Well, I'll pay. Okay, I'll pay Mickey. Oh my God, those tra the trailer humor. One of my favorite moments from season two is that PA played by Zoe Chow. It's like I think her first. Is that Zoe Chow the the director? No, she's an actress. She's done oh. a lot of stuff since then. But I think that was her is that first the name thing. of the director though who made the writer? Mm -hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, she invites Valerie to set, and it's a very it's inside the greatest, term. It's the greatest If you're monologue. in the business, you know that a PA comes and says, we'd like to invite you to set. And it's so contrived to say that. It's like, oh, what, an invitation for me? It's like right. so bizarre to say, I it's invite you to set. Yeah. It's so condescending. Yeah. And Valerie just fucking reams out her asshole. She's like, there are no pages, okay? The hair and makeup truck told me if I go up there and melt in the sun again, it's going to be two hours of repair work. Okay, I need those two hours for my for my life. Hey, Val, I'd like to invite you to set. Okay, and then this one, okay, she's invited me to set four times today. And it's a false invitation, because I get up there and I'm the only guest. All right? That's not right, okay? Shana, don't try to coax me into coming to set either anymore, okay? Stop at the invitations, all right? I'm not a child. You want me to come to set? Just tell me you want me to come to set. I'll come, it's probably not your fault probably teach you that in AD school, right? What do they say? What do they say? Don't tell actors to come to set. They don't like being told what to do. Is that what they say? Invite them like it's a party. Actors like parties. Don't do that anymore, all right? And while we're here, might as well tell you, please don't ask for my autograph at the end of every day on the timeout sheet, okay? Don't do that. Is that another thing they taught you? Actors love signing their autographs, so ask for it that way. Just don't, don't ask for my autograph anymore, okay? I know you're not a fan. That's okay, and I know that you are not a fan. I, I want you up on the set now. You know what, Ron? I was up on the set, okay? I was up on the set earlier, locked in a hot, gas-fume-smelling trunk with live snakes. And where were you? You weren't there. Where were you? I know where you were. You were sitting in your chair in air conditioning. Okay. The middle finger? Yeah. That's not right. No. That's right. The middle finger. Did you see that? What's, what, what's, what season is more humiliating? This, I mean, because you season know what? Two. I don't think we've even, have we said the term cringe 
Because this is cringe as thy name, these mm-hmm. seasons. I know. I don't know. I think there are moments in season one that are so much more painful. And season two kind of feels like an exercise in, like, what is, what, where can we put Valerie now? Like, Valerie in an improv class, I truly, I laugh so much in that scene. I think I laugh more because it's like the pressure's <laughs> off and we're kind of just like, let's see where we can put Valerie now. You yeah, know? Valerie think in season... the improv class is amazing. It just blows my mind. One, Valerie keeps... in the trunk with snakes. This one keeps having just little screws keep turning where the pain just keeps getting, you know, like it just keeps getting deeper yeah. and deeper and it just, but it does just feel minuscule. And season two opens up a little bit more. It does. Yes. She's had, Valerie has had more power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has you noticed her voice is a little different in season two. It's a little more nasally and it makes me wonder like maybe it was the result of like a facelift or something that she had or her voice slightly changed. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Mm. Seth Rogen, the snack snack daddy attack, so is his, one of her allies. Wait, he is really hot in it. That's weird that you said that. I was yeah. like watching it like. He's yes. a snack. Yeah, but the yeah. most humiliating thing ever oh. happens to Valerie. So yeah, the mo- the worst. When Polly G scene. writes a scene where she gets on her knees and blows him. Yeah. Uh, so the first part of this scene is just technical, okay? Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just like this. Valerie, you're in the middle. Two girls flank her on either side. I'm going to shoot this continuously without cutting. That's a, it's a special effect scene where I disappear. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and I've been waiting for this day for a very long time. Oh, ha, ha. I get it, you... In the scene, he's he's imagining you two while she's blowing me so that I can get aroused. You know? Okay? Did he just say me? Got confused. Nothing happened. Tell them, Mickey. Okay, ready to shoot. Nothing happened. Nothing sexual. Yeah. And she does it, but first she has to stand next to two... Buck naked. Two naked porn women. porn women. Yes. And just stand that's one of the most there. incredible images Incredible. from the comeback. Just the trio standing there. She's flanked by two naked women I with mean, breast implants. And then that, she just keeps. And they okay, it's real girl, brave. ladies, make it's the orgasm. Real brave. It's, it's brave. real brave. Okay, Monica, Celeste, why don't you start making the orgasm noises? You guys met my mom and my sister. <laughs> so funny. Always like that every time. <laughs> I'll help right. you, dear. There you go. You're right okay. Off. Well, it was great working with you. Okay. Get home safe. Yeah. Ready, ready. Blow jobs up. That was hell. Mm-hmm. That's where I was. I'm so fascinated with that. Can we talk about that for a second? About when she's called brave by the New York Times Please. journalist. So set it up. It's so amazing. So okay. So a New York Times journalist comes on behalf of HBO to the set to do a, like a profile on this new show, Seeing Red, which is about Valerie's experience, even though it's Mallory's. technically not. And this woman, she's been Valerie's been trying to talk to this New York 
Times journalist the whole day because, of course, she, you know she wants to get in on that shit. Mm-hmm. And just at the last second, she finally gets to talk to this woman as she's leaving, going back to New York to, like, turn in her story. And Valerie... Oh, earlier in the day, she talked to her for a minute, and the woman said, you know, I saw the first episode. And Valerie goes, oh, oh you, you did? Oh, you did? Well, and she goes, I thought you were very brave. And so for the rest of the episode, Valerie is spinning about this. Why? <laughs> me brave? Does she, she take, look at Mickey right away? She's like, she said, she call me brave. She immediately brave. takes it as that she looks horrible. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. But visually, she like right. she's brave because of how means, bad she looks. Means, yeah, and she says this to she. So the woman's about to leave, and she runs over to her car, knocking lunges the at window. her. What did you mean by brave? Hi. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just Hello. Wanted, I, yeah, just wanted to uh, you know say. Just quick hello, you know. Okay, great. Yeah. This is a nice car. Is it yours? Um, no, it's a rental. Is it? So. Okay, that's nice. Get that, yeah. Uh, did you remember Mickey, uh, right? I'm not supposed to run. Yeah, oh, I made him run. He doesn't have to. Is, is there something you needed? Uh, I, well, just, you know, wanted to say it was so nice to meet you. And I'm, you know, really looking forward to reading that article. It was nice to meet you, too. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Okay. You know what? I just have... Um, thanks. I just have one quick question. Um, when you said that I was brave, uh, you know, um, is that because you meant the way I looked? No. No. I meant you were so emotionally raw. People have never seen that side of you before. It felt like you were exposing the inner part of yourself in a a very surprising and compelling way. Surely you must have been aware of what you were doing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's just, you know, usually brave. You know, that's... Is that when an actress is, you know, playing a man or not wearing makeup or gained 50 pounds, you know? No, 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 that's not what I meant. Okay. Oh, okay. Valerie. I think people are going to see you in a whole new light when this show premieres. You do? Yes. Wow. Um, well, I really have to go. Yeah, oh, be sure, doll. Yeah. And it's Save, such, it's the trip. thing that everyone says okay. about women for their performance if they like it, right? That it was brave. Right. Well, yeah, and especially or if, if they they're do made something. to like, not look glamorous. Right. Like, right. either you It's just so obvious and easy. So and the moment before that, though, Jane was trying to do grittier lighting for her, like, confessionals, <laughs> and she had drawn a line saying, no, I need more lights. I, I need more lights or I'm not doing it. Dark enough in here for you, really? Otherwise, I'm taking a turn for the worse. Uh-huh. Jane, yeah, it's kind of dark. It's not going to match what we were doing before. Well, HBO wants it that way. They do? They want it to look like we're shooting during a blackout? <laughs> Doesn't they, make sense. They like this look. They don't want it to look like we're shooting behind-the-scenes footage anymore. Uh-huh. I showed them some of the stuff that we were doing, oh. and they want to make it look like a real documentary. Really? Yeah. They hmm. think that they... Yeah. What is it? They think that there's a real interesting angle about you and the obstacles that you're facing with this particular role mm-hmm. and about you know, your career, your family. Wow. That's great. Okay, good. But still, I'm going to need a couple more lights here. So that would be great. Couple. I like it like this. Do you? Okay. Well, that's great that you do. 
I'm gonna need a few more lights if you wanna continue with our little documentary, okay? And then she has this conversation and then right after the woman pulls out of the parking lot, she goes, Jane, I'm, I'll do whatever you want, okay? How, I made me think like, how many times do we have to draw a line in this business? And then uh, they well, just Nick, make you walk over it. But then they make you walk over it. Right. Or, or, you know, you try to draw a line, you try to make a boundary, you try to say like, I'm not I need doing to know this. I'm being heard. Or I need this... to know I'm being heard, which is such a powerful phrase on the show for me. Because when I, I think all of us in this business, when, or any time in life, when we feel neglected or ignored, at least especially with me, it sends me off. It metastasizes in me. It's deeply upsetting. It is. And I need to know I'm being hurt. Because you're giving all of yourself. You're trying to fucking give everything you're contributing. You have. Literally, your body is your contribution. The least you ask is to be seen for that and to and for someone to say, okay, thank you for, you know. I hear you. Thank you. I just, hear I your point you. of I view. You. I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. But take this. Take this. What about this? Also, when take we're given this. a compliment, how quickly we change. Oh, mm-hmm. you know when you do something you're like that was horrible that was it's, the worst thing I've ever done exactly. like I hated it and they're like actually no it was really brilliant and you're like you're right you see Valerie change just on but yeah, you, because you do we that. don't take we don't take ourselves seriously um, very often until someone else takes us seriously yeah you know we wait for that validation I mean that's such a beautiful thing about this show is it's this it's holding up a mirror to all of us and being like do you it lets it be ridiculous and hilarious yeah. But that's when we can realize that most hurt, damaged part of ourselves yes. that is Valerie Cherish. And there is that element of it's so ridiculous that to, for, to want that so bad. But then the show also it allows that you, we do need that too. We need to be seen. Mm-hmm. Even though it's ridiculous to like need it so badly that you go to Valerie's links, you still need it. You know, When they ask her if she's... She deserves it. Valerie deserves to be seen. <laughs> she they, demands dignity. When she they ask demands her if they, dignity. And when they ask her if she reads reviews, and she's like, of course I read reviews. How else would I, I know what's going on? I was obsessed. I was truly obsessed with that moment. I love her philosophy. never the take. I mean, I read reviews. I do the same. So I'm the same I. way. Do you think I read reviews? Mm-hmm. Actually, I read reviews. You love everyone. reviews. Oh, of course. I, it's better than the movies for me and my loves. Like, oh, I'm knowing everyone it, thinks. It's just so fun. It's just it so is. fun. I'm trying not to, because I want to like see if I like the movie before I read about the movie. I don't. I don't. I mean, I read my own so reviews. I don't read a review before I go to a movie. Right, if I like really am excited to see the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm, no, I don't want somebody else. But if I'm not movie. excited to see the movie, if I don't care about the movie, uh, the review, I, and I feel like I'm, all, I'm like, the review is going to be the thing I actually really want. But here's something. Like, the I comeback was reviewed like so poorly. And it's my favorite thing ever. And it's like, what if I had read reviews and been like, oh, I guess I won't watch that. Exactly. Almost all I mean, my favorite things were reviewed poorly. Almost all of Bette Midler's movies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> give me a but, break. But, but, like, I'm not, I'm not going to get this all down because um, my research is, are, are, is in Nick's notes, and I don't have Nick's notes that read on me, um, is that uh, it, it's really been reconsidered, and it's, like, in the, I think a lot of people are putting it on their list as, like, one of the greatest shows of all time. Like, Oh, there's no like question. Ten years, it was, like, ten years later, but... Um, it's by far one of the greatest shows of all time. I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay, wait. There, when the revival came out, I w- there was still a part of me that was like, okay, they're reviving things. Like, even though I was so excited that the comeback was coming back, I couldn't believe it. There was still a part of me that was like, now they're just fucking reviving everything. Is well, this really going to be satisfying? They had been on the comeback train for a while. Wasn't there like a train for like, I feel like I've been, I was hearing rumors of this comeback for three years. Right, so right. I feel like people were really campaigning for it. All the games were standing for it. 
And how I watched it actually was I watched the first season and I went right away and binged the second one back to back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a dream. That's a dream. I that can't was imagine. It was so fun to do. It was so fun to see the arc in real time for me and have no... I, you know, this was... And this was... and Because I, I feel like after season two, it was fully cemented and everyone was like, no, this is it. Yeah. Like, I mean, this how often do you get a season one of something and then the second season is 10 years later and those are the two, you know, books in this series. It's like also insane. goes to show you like, I mean, I'm on this thing lately where I'm like, not everything needs to be 90 hours long. Right. You know, and I know that's probably not how Lisa Kudrow or Michael Patrick King imagined it being, but the, the fact that it was that and that they've been that prescient about the reality TV craze and now kind of about the Instagram Twitter craze yeah. like they knew it also the meta so like you know the first season she, she was she was um, an actress who was getting cast on a show who was also on another reality show about her life and she was trying to also play her life and being and play being an actress and all that. so all that meta stuff is working and then and then the ability to go into the next season and just up up that level mm-hmm. of crazy Fucking mind twisting the earthquakes we were talking about yeah. meta ness. Oh, do it you know all? what I heard Michael Patrick King and Lisa Kudrow say on something? They, they were like, "I mean, it'd be so funny to find Valerie now. It's like in this era of there's so much TV. Valerie's somewhere in it. She's on some like little network, like some streaming service. Mm-hmm. She has like some little show on like the Woohoo Network. You know, it's like where's Waldo? Where is Valerie? She's oh somewhere God. in the in the TV landscape. Well, the other really sad meta thing though." is that Robert Michael Morris, while shooting season two, had cancer. Yeah. A very, very he was rough sick. cancer. He was very sick. And Mickey also has cancer on season two. Yeah. In and fact, they, he was, like, uninsurable. and they, they But HBO was like, it's fine. Let's do it. Wow. Did they really? <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because Michael and Lisa were like, he can do it. He can get through it. And in fact, they were... He passed away after the, uh-huh. after the season and for the, all of the everything they said. I'd like to think he was at the Emmys for the second season of the comeback. I hope he was. I think he was. I think he might have been. Like, yeah, I, I, I think th- he was there. Um, and and they have really said like it, it's it's Mickey or nothing. You know, like we can't really envision. Well, like, this, that's yes. why it terrifies me. The thought of a season three. I mean, that void would be so. It's because. How could Valerie survive without Mickey? It's like those are the, that's the big component, right? How could you even have a new Mickey? That is almost worse than having no Mickey at all. Also, okay, let's just dive in. Let's just talk about what would, the reason I can't imagine a season three is because season two ends so perfectly. Yeah. I mean, so Valerie gets nominated for the Emmy. She goes to the Emmy. She's destroyed her relationship with her husband, Mark. She's only really has Mickey left. And then Mickey gets very sick, can't come to Even the Even really, Emmys. Jane turns against her. She's like, look, yeah. I need to get this documentary. Like, Right. And in that last moment, she gets a call, you know, that Mickey has gone into the hospital. Um, from Mark, she gets a text that Mickey has gone to the hospital. And she leaves the Emmys. And for the first time, we see her without... She's not being filmed by the camera crews. Yeah. She's being it filmed. It breaks form. The it show breaks, breaks form. It breaks its form right open, and it's beautiful. And she walks out into the rain, and that it's, it's almost hallucinatory. You're like, what am I watching here? Yeah, it becomes so. It starts looking like a film. Have you seen Florida Project? Yes. Yeah. What is my? You know, my favorite wow. movie of all time. And the ending. I mean, it's that it's the same kind of thing where finally it opens. Yeah. And it and it changes what I, the whole experience that you're it is having. Magical. This mm-hmm. magical moment has changed, and you know, and it to me was I was like, oh wow, we're rewatching 
It's a similar feeling of like feeling like you're a child suddenly. Yeah. Right. And like you were a princess yeah. and you finally like get, get to be a princess. Yes. You finally get to that oh. level of, of the castle. You know, she's in that beautiful and dress. And there's Valerie in a way you've never seen her. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. She looks more real. than you, She looks like you could touch her. And she's in that gown, right? That stupid fucking Emmy's hair she Is has. it raining or is there a it's rainbow? Pouring, it's pouring. Pouring in, in Los Angeles. No, it's yeah, I'm pouring. sure there's a rainbow. She a, but she, she gets in an Uber to go she, to the hospital. She gets in an Uber to go to the hospital and gets there and Mickey says, Brad, what are you doing here? <laughs> well... Never saw my dress. I'm supposed to be watching you on TV. <laughs> we'll watch it together. Why is the sound down? I had a little turf war with. Oh. You didn't have to come down here. Yes, I did. Red. I'm scared. No, no need to be scared, because I'm here. And I just spoke with that fabulous doctor of yours, and she said, you're getting better. Well, isn't she something? (laughs) Nothing to be scared of. Except maybe that hair. Well. (laughs) Wow. And then when Mark walks into the room, he said, the, the thing that really breaks my heart is when Mark looks at her and he goes, There you are. You know, and this idea that he's like, he, found he knew she'd come back, that she comes back to herself. And there's a part of me that thinks like, they'll never top. I mean, I know I'm like, this show is so great at showing how cyclical these things are. It's in that line of Marky Marks, you realize there is more inside of her. There, you know? Yeah. Because the whole series, you doubted that there was anything inside. Well, she right. keeps losing, right? Throughout, so like... They keep, yeah, they, they keep pushing her boundaries yeah. and she just keeps that even, hunger Even when alive. Mickey's talking about his cancer all season, she's like, oh, okay, well, no, he's fine, he's fine. You okay over there? Look at you. So comfy like the queen mother. Not that I'd call you a mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one minute I am cold, the next minute I'm hot. I have had so much radiation that every time I pass by a VCR, it plays the movie Silkwood. Oh, <laughs> Mickey, Meryl Streep, a dingo ain't me baby. <laughs> that's not Silkwood. Um, no, that's my Meryl Streep, though, oh, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay, ready for lunch, everyone? She just kind of like don't pushes you, Well, she also wants to keep it private. Yeah, she does kind of start, she does at least, I think... She does show concern. She does, absolutely. Mm -hmm. For the first time, she breaks. But she does just enough. She's like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, I'm fine, Red. And she's like, all right. And then moves back into her life. Yeah. I mean, it's not very humane. Yeah. But there is a... But that's the most I've gotten from her. But when she puts him in the... When she puts him in the car and he's not feeling well and she tells the chauffeur, like, to... Oh, and Omar. Um, Yeah, he can close it. Um, Stop by Goldblatt's Deli. Okay, because I got a soup and sandwich he likes ordered for him. It's all paid for. Okay, it's right near his house. So go. I can tell the man where my deli is. Okay. Omar, home, please, and don't spare the camel. Oh. <laughs> all right, you take care of yourself. All right, I'll call you after. You knock him dead, Red. Will do. <laughs> She's a good Remember friend. Remember, she screams at Tyler. Go and see if Mickey needs anything. Go and get him a banana uh-huh. or yeah, right. get a sandwich. She always knew she had it in her to be and a, she a leaves good Judas party. Yeah. Because he's not feeling well. And then that crazy scene with Chris. I love that. That was a really cool, mature, sexy and grown Valerie that I hadn't seen. She like didn't she didn't suddenly blossom under Chris's attention. She was like, Okay, you know, like 
I know who you are. I don't need this from you right now. And it's nice and you're sexy, but... Yeah. She wants to go home to her man. Mm-hmm. She it was really... Well, he wasn't even there for her. No, I know. He wasn't. Right. She when made... <laughs> Judah's party. Judah's party's iconic. When she fucking... But this is when Judah cracks for me. When she's like... John! Yeah? I need to talk to you about something. Sure. Yeah. Um... And then Jane, like, resets the cameras. And Judah just, like, without even blinking, just, like, moves out of the way of the boom op. She has no desire to be off camera. Juno is natural to her. She shows the side of herself where she's like, oh, I'm going to confront you in a completely natural way and act like it's private. She understands that but it's, she's performing it has for the to camera. be in the show. Yeah. yeah. She's giving a part of herself out to the public. And really her... Well, her, she has nothing to hide. I her, mean, she has integrity. She stands by what she says, so it doesn't matter if everybody hears it. But also right. her life was... What, has, has, she, her career started on camera and then the whole world became cameras. Right. So like her, you know, everything that she's been surrounded by, you know, from 2005 onward was that was the boom where everyone was taping, you know, you know, anyone can now be on YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone is on YouTube. So like, I'm and like, and those are the people now that are hanging out with celebrities. Well, as we first see her in season two, she's surrounded by paparazzi outside the Chateau Marmont. So it's like really nothing out of the ordinary for her. She's used to it just constantly But it's also that inhumane thing where she is like being very aware of being perform she's being performative right. and performative concern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything performative about Juna at all. She is so she really is she means what she says. I mean, she is pure emotion to me. No, you don't think so? No. I mean, like I feel like she what she was is genuinely hurt by Valerie in that moment. My feelings were really hurt about something. Something that I did. Well, indirectly maybe. Um I'm okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much. Good. I saw the show. Seeing Red? Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I'm really happy for you, Val. And I, I don't want to make this about me, but when I saw the show, it really hurt me. Not you, you know? It's not me either. I just feel like we have this special relationship. Yeah, we do. We do. And yeah. I was there for you, and then you were there for me, and then... I turn on the TV and I'm like, ow. Aw, baby girl. But it just, you know, this makes it seem like I got ahead by taking my clothes off or sleeping my way into parts, which is not what happened. No, you didn't sleep with anyone. Well, only people I wanted to. But, you know, it's just that you you can't really write it off because you're in it. And it's like an endorsement. It's like you're saying it's okay. Well... You know, it's tuna tartare? No, no thank, you. thank you. Looks real good, though. Listen, okay, it's HBO. Not that many people are going to see it. No? So. People are talking about it. You know, yeah. I, when I'm promoting my movie, mm-hmm. I have to tell people ahead of time that, you know, we can't discuss seeing red and it just looks bad. Mm-hmm. And, okay, yeah, you know, I do movies with robots, but I don't think any role is worth it. I don't know. I may be wrong about all of it. But I'm wrong about what? I just, you know, yeah. yeah um, I, I'm really happy for you, Val. I really Thank am. You. I Thank really you. am. I just, it just feels bad. I'm sorry. I am. I'm sorry. I know, and it kills you to see Valerie throwing away this friendship that's really true. 
I mean, Juna is a really, she's a real friend. I know when she says, like, Mark says he had never missed the party. Like, she invites them every year. Right. Oh. And also... Love her. Love baby girl. Also seeing baby girl then go beyond Valerie's, like, naivete. And it's like, so now I'm above you in this mm-hmm. in, in this reality and you're still down right here. she goes beyond her like, yes i'm now i'm now taking taking going outside and being like this is ridiculous yeah everybody Sucks. from the original room and board cast and crew has a moment where they try to take valerie by the shoulders and be like why are you working with Polly g but that fucking scene you mentioned at the nickelodeon when tom gets in a pushing match with that actor in the Dude, that played by tom bagley of will and grace that's love the him darkest thing i've ever seen in my it life. was very real wasn't it it was so scary well i am tired of waiting do you know how hot this fucking suit fuck is you I'm you're tired. getting paid fuck go i'm in a meeting fuck you fuck tom. off fuck so you just... it fuck you go go i'm in a fucking don't fucking okay. no, 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 push me, me. I will call go i want to be involved look you just knocked down the he knocked over i'll fix it I got it. Look. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's fixed. Don't worry. Listen, I'm sorry. Don't stress yourself. Okay? No, just. Don't worry about it. Jane, we should go. I don't know where you are. <laughs> Cameras, everyone. The idea of, like, being on one of the, like, all of it was so scary. Is that a fear of yours? Being on a Nickelodeon show? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Here's an idea for season three. What if Valerie, like, had evolved, and it's about a film crew trying to capture the life of Valerie Cherish, but she didn't want to be filmed? Wow. And she had, like, actually changed. So, but she hasn't actually, right? Right. Because there's still that glimmer. And she's still letting them follow her. Yeah. Wow. That would be really incredible. You can have that for free, Michael Patrick. Lisa could do it. I think it's time. Sorry, I'm I'm looking at my um, my watch. Oh, your baby G. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's time that we talk about Gigi. It's Gigi time. (laughs) It's Gigi o'clock somewhere, right? It's Gigi o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Where's my wine? I, I look, I showed up, sat right up, and I looked at Nick, right before she even started going, I wish I could have seen you. I wish I could have seen you when you first saw Gigi. We watched it twice in a row. Like, when she first appeared in the shopping center, were you like... I was screaming. I was grabbing Nick. I said, and I had already seen it, but I didn't remember it. And I just looked at Nick. I go, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's my favorite <laughs> the greatest part. monologue. My, and then, on then the it whole was. Thing. And to see Valerie's horror, horror come to life. I mean, she goes pale. Also, because what Gigi is saying, that Valerie thinks. <laughs> Should she, we set she, it up for them? Um, yeah, so up. they're grocery shopping. So yeah, why is Valerie in the gro- grocery She's store? Good. She wants to buy getting a ham, meat, meat for her man. She, she wants to get meat. She doesn't for her clearly man. know how to cook. No. she keeps looking at stuff <laughs> and thinking, "Oh like, no, what's that? What's She's the brown like, one?" Where is the meat? Oh, remember that? Where is the meat? Yes. <laughs> All right, I should find that because I'm going to build the dinner from there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now here's the meat. Oh, you know that's what it is. That it was. <laughs> here's the beef. Right? Yeah. Here's the beef. Yeah, that was that saying. Oh. What um, can I help you with, ma'am? Oh, um, yeah, making a special dinner for my husband. So what do you have that's special? Special occasions. I like lamb. Lamb? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what lamb looks like. See that? Um, it's too many bones, I think. Yeah. How about, um, what about beef? Is that blah? Do you think that's too blah? Beef. So what can you, okay, what can you do with beef that's fun? <laughs> no comment. Uh, anyway. So she, get, no, she is other than that. She picks no, up her sure. meat and then she's face, to, she's face to face with Gigi from season one. Lady Rider. Lady Rider. <laughs> and she has a huge shopping cart full of bullshit and she's in a fat suit. 
And oh yeah, real bad. <laughs> She's in some prostheses. <laughs> She's in some, some loose prostheses. And I'm like, loose did jowls. they glue it? <laughs> did they glue them jowls right? Up? I mean, maybe she's been, you know, bouncing back and forth in her um, weight. So yeah, it's like, yeah, so she's been, like been tasting the rainbow. She's and been tasting it. What I think is so amazing <laughs> is that Valerie really believes that that means that her career is really bad. And then Gigi's like, Val, it's Gigi from Room and Board. Board! Gigi the girl rider. Yes. Oh, Joe. So good to see you, Mickey. Look who it is. I didn't recognize your blonde hair. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. You look so different with it. You yeah. caught me eating kale chips. Oh. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're good for you. So, you know. So how are you? Taking Hollywood by storm? <laughs> kind of. I'm doing Pretty Little Liars. Wow. Oh, you really are taking it by storm. I love that show. Yeah. Thanks. I love it, too. Yeah, those girls are the best. Oh, oh and I'm adopting a child. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Uh, when? When is that? I'm not really sure. I'm on a list. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. OK. <laughs> I, I need a root canal. That's on the list, too, but I never have any time off. So. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, working so hard. <laughs> sure, you know, but teeth are important. Just FYI. I saw your HBO show last night. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I did a pilot for them three years ago. I really thought it was going to go. It was called Who Could Love You? Oh. A female-driven comedy about a woman who woke up one day four times bigger than when she went to bed. Oh. PLL. PLL. By the way, this is secretly a PLL episode. Oh. Surprise. Oh, God. People I could love do their PLL. <laughs> You're so random. How do I not know that? I'm You're a PLL so girl. Just the fact that they're walking around that high school with like full makeup. It's just like the most intense intergalactic eye. But it's like more just to me like that they've so been walking scary. around those high schools for a hundred years. They're all thirty six. One hundred years. Full worm. Every they're witches. Someone tells me it's I'm like, it's still going. But no, Gigi Gigi <laughs> says Oh, the mystery's still she's alive. Like, uh, Val goes. You know what you do is you take that ABC family money. And you buy yourself a real nice house. I own four houses, and they're all empty <laughs> because I don't have anyone. And it's hard to get my dogs back and forth between the houses. And I have this dog walker who is just a <laughs> complete and utter bitch. You don't even understand. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, well, this went well, don't you think? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go. It was really nice to see you, Valerie and Mickey. Yeah. Don't show this anywhere. Jane, I'm serious. Women in this business are not allowed to cry. Don't show it. That is some brilliant writing. I need to find out who but wrote it's, that. But it's a juxtaposition. Well, A, she's being real. Gigi's just really honest with yeah. her life. But also showing like, yo, I have, I actually have got the success and I'm still a mess. Right. Like, it's not like, you know, this doesn't equate like happiness or joy and just because, like, you've self-preserved your, like, body as best as you can, Valerie, for that next moment, I don't... Right. Gigi was a playwright. She's a playwright from New York, and, like, she thought she, like, achieved all her dreams. And she's My just, she dog was eating, walker and is she a eating, bitch! She's a fucking fad, sad fat lady. And she was <laughs> eating kale chips in the... And the she had the kale, kale chips. chips open in the car. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that? Have you ever done? I never grocery shop. I'm like scared that. that I'll get in trouble. My sister has a grocery shop, a grocery place where she's like, "You're gonna love this. You can get wine while you shop for." And I was like, 
Do you need to drink wine while you're shopping? Yes. Yeah, the you answer kind of do. Uh, also sounds so, uh, like, to be having a wine thing in your shaky like a wine? Cart. Yeah. Oh, no. I need something to do while I'm making my bed. It's so exhausting. I, last night I almost cried because I had to make my bed. I making couldn't... your bed is hard, but thankfully Nikki's been here, so he actually helped I me. have been making the bed. It's not that hard. Oh, that making is. the bed is the hardest. That That's really hard. The comforter, is, the duvet cover. That episode is Valerie Cooks in the Desert. It's the same episode in the desert, and it's Michael Patrick King and Lisa Kudrow. A monument. Episode. It's, I mean, it's my favorite episode. episode. I that's think. your fav- favorite. Yeah, you every I, uh, Nick and I didn't do season one together, but we did season two. Yeah, and every episode Nick goes, oh, oh, oh this, this is, is my favorite dark- one. No, no, you go. This is the darkest one. <laughs> this is, and I knew half half of it that it was that you were talking about yourself too. Wait, yeah. I think you were like self reflecting. Have you so noticed that the titles know. always say what Valerie thinks happened? Valerie demands dignity. Mm-hmm. Like Valerie, like has fun with the cool kids, but that's never what actually happens. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it's never. I love that little cut. thing about the show. I do though think in the desert, she Valerie is... gets what she really wants. <laughs> Valerie is taken seriously. Valerie saves the show. Valerie Valor- gets a magazine cover. Valerie is brought to her knees. Oh, that's dark. Also, mm-hmm. So, do we finish that conversation? Because when she is trying to give head to Seth Rogen, and at the very end, also one of the things I was telling Nick, I've never seen something in the closing credits. I've never seen a show show so mm-hmm. much information yeah. and and be so important to the whole thing. The little thing. tags at the end are some of my favorite moments from the show. And they're so epic. And it's always like a great song playing. A great song. And, oh, and the then songs that moment is so good. her finally submitting to getting on her knees and faking this blowjob, but I she never moves her was. head. She refuses. She just she just stays. She stares like that. She like stares with her head slightly tilted. I'm like, that's such a great rebel. That's such a beautiful rebellion. She always finds a way. Like when she's on the green screen tearing the baby apart, as they tell her to do, she's still smiling and she's having fun with it. Like it's like she's not gonna be a real monster. She's gonna tell her baby, but it's still fun. It's so so silly. Oh my gosh, that director of that episode. The girl, she's like she directed like like, Step It Up. Step it up too. She has a Broadway Bears hat on. (laughs) (laughs) The best prop ever. Oh my god, incredible. That girl is so real. That girl is so so Broadway serious. I was oh. popping and locking. She popping and locking. She's also the one who's like, Val, the snakes don't look real enough, so we're gonna have to get them wet. We're so 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 sorry. We're so Just sorry. one live snake. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then they cut it opens, and that snake is right at her face. Valerie needing the studio audience to be there and then there's just half of a fake audience that they're going to show that and they're incredible. cute to laugh. That was an incredible... Well, that whole that whole sequence was very David Lynch, like just really kind yes, of hallucinatory. it was very pompous. But the fact that there's off in the, the side, there are like, there's this live studio audience of like 20 people and they laugh at things that they're supposed to laugh at. But then when Valerie makes a little joke with them... Okay, so yeah. then the boys pull off their shirts uh-huh. to show Aunt Patsy their newly waxed chest, uh-huh. and that's when you get so excited yeah. that you start spinning and spinning and um, morph into the monster. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, now they're just laughing at anything. No, so. the spinning's funny. Because when you spin, you suck in everything in the room, so the furniture, the food, even uh-huh. one of the boys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully that's all done in post, because I just had lunch. <laughs> They're dead silent, staring at her. Because <laughs> it isn't funny. Because it's not funny. Oh my God, also... It's not their job. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. You know, when she's like, I don't know what's happening, I can't see anything. Could I see the the um the mock-up of the monster I'm gonna become? And they show her this like green. It's like, like a orc. It's like a mucinex, like yeah. phlegm monster. Yeah, it's like a phlegm monster. In that same tracksuit that Aunt Sassy wore. <laughs> At times, do you ever feel like the show is almost too close to your real experience? Yes. Because yes. it I, and I do, as we've talked about, I identify with her so much. But I think that's part of why when the season two was announced, I was kind of like, okay, let's see if they fucking, you know, like take me for a goddamn ride again. You know, it's like, let's see if they like cut me that deep as they did the first time. And they did. But season one was just such a shock to the system. Season two, at least I like but re-wa- knew what I was getting into. Rewatching it as I get older, it cuts harder every time. Yeah. It cuts harder. The every closer time. you get to Anne Sassy, well, it's yeah, like, it's, you see yeah, how much closer you are. To I'm Anne Sassy. so much closer to Anne Sassy now. But um, I mean, I don't really. We were kind of Junas when we watched on. I mean, we were. <laughs> I know right. we, we were, were like first to be Junas. Fold, I mean, I don't really Junas. work in. I don't really work in comedy, right? So I, it's different for me. But it's still, the degradations. I told Max this story last night at dinner, but I went out for this, and maybe I'll cut this, but. I went out for this vampire pilot and they told me they told me that it was to play a sexy vampire guy and it was two scenes and then the casting director comes out right before I come in and she's like, Okay, so for the second one, you can do hunchback, claw, accent, go for it. And I was like, Excuse me? I'm sorry. Hun- hun- hunchback? And it turns out like it wasn't in the email that this character, before he was a sexy vampire, was a hunchback monster I mean, if with that's some not a kind Valerie of undetermined Cherish. accent. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then she asks me, would you like a minute? I'm like, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, ta- take, a I'll minute. take five. Yeah. I'll take five. I'll Thank take you. the next ten years of my life. <laughs> yeah. I'll and then I had to go in and do that. And it was so humiliating. Yeah. I mean, our job is a constant humiliation. But that was just one I wasn't expecting. You usually get to prep for your humiliation like a day or sometimes even two or three days Or at least before. just mentally prepare. Yeah. So I know what I'm fucking doing. I mean, but can you imagine, do you understand that I've been on a multicam, like like room and board? Like there, nothing can prepare you for that. And I was so insecure. It was like the first job I got when I moved to LA and I was I was giving a, a Aunt Sassy performance. What was it called? Um, it was called... Um, least likely to and it was about uh, a woman who works at a hair salon she has her own hair salon actually her name's on the lease of the hair salon but <laughs> she's a land baron <laughs> she's a land baron but I was I was like not secure in what I was doing and I was like really pushing in a way that I felt like at every moment I felt like Valerie Cherish like it was a true performance like it was like it was a full note to self I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Like I was just fucking muscling through it. But it's know? also because the, the, those things are written for, in with such um, uh, musical beats, right? Right. You know, so which like, is to, why she prepares that. Way. Yeah, which is why mm-hmm. she does do this song the song voice up to you know because it is it is written like and that's how if you watch any Friends episodes, I know it is all of that. That's interesting. That makes me think because like Lisa, think about Lisa's career. She started. I mean, she was like apparently in the the, the Bob Newhart finale. Which I've never seen really? that. Really? I have. I don't remember. Well, she's remember. playing, they're playing Romy and Michelle. Not M- Mira Sorvino, oh. but another actress and her are playing Romy and Michelle. Oh, Romy and Michelle you... is one of, we have to do a Romy and Michelle episode. No. Also, the object of my affection. Oh, depressing. Oh, not the object, sorry, sorry. The, op- the opposite of sex. The opposite of sex. That's 
Christina Mike, Ricci, Mikey iconic. Ricci. I love that movie. Oh my god, I love that movie. That was like I a had gay that on DVD. That was a gay awakening. But but like beyond, like she only got to do movies after she became famous. But like before that, she was like a sitcom bitch. She was mm-hmm. on Mad About You. That was like one of her first big roles. She was the waitress. Ursula. She was the waitress. <laughs> right, Ursula. Ursula. She was so funny. I mean, she was born she was into sister. this. <laughs> right. They had to Ursula like figure out why she was like on this other hit show. So they like, yeah. That was a they, yeah. That was a universe crossover. Mm-hmm. So like, she's not coming in at it from the same point from the same point of view as us. She's like, this is all she's ever done in a way in her right. career. And so in that way, she is commenting on friends. She's commenting she on is. She's a, a lot of her life. <laughs> she you know? is. It's her life. What I mean, think about that. She went from Groundlings to Mad About You to Friends to the comeback. It's right. like that was the trajectory to the girl on the train. <laughs> that was so You're random. Welcome. Did you actually watch You're that? welcome. Of course I did. I have to honey. see it. Does she have yes, a large role? And this yes, kind of, of it does give you exactly what you want from a movie it's called The Girl on so the Train. Bad. Is she in Fifty Shades? I don't know. Who? No, that was Kim Basinger. That was Kim Basinger. I always oh, confuse oh her. Oh my gosh! You know what else she does actually? Because so I went to. I don't know why I thought Lisa. She I went like to a, my uh, two dollar theater to see Cats again. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> as you and, do. And they were ripping up the carpet, so they didn't literally let us in. And it was talk about how devastating. Oh, well, I gave them hell. So we actually went to go see like a boss, and Lisa Kudrow makes a. An oh, does she? There. Yeah, at the I'm very sure end. she's like in every studio movie, and I just haven't seen them, so I don't know. I mean, I don't. I think she she's just, not. She's an episode of Scandal. Was she? Yeah. She like Gosh, has I really monologue. gave up on Scandal at the end. She has like a hardcore feminist monologue that we should YouTube. Maybe mm. I love how much TV here you surprised me with. <laughs> that I did almost all of Scandal. I've also done almost done all of How to Get Away with Murder. Where do you find the time? When do you um, do I rarely ever work. You're doing it in mornings? <laughs> I don't sleep. Evenings. I don't sleep. Yeah, you I, must not. I live in a... I live in a I told you, like, I'm a vampire, Mm -hmm. so I live in a coffin. I'm a vampire, but I have a little TV in my coffin. (laughs) I have a little teeny TV with every streaming service. In season two, somebody's like, I I love I'm It. I saw it at the Museum of Broadcasting. We already have kind of done this whole, um, uh, we we already have our season kind of planned, babe, uh, for for the girls. But I can't believe you you haven't talked about your real true favorite lady detective show. Yeah, and put that on the schedule. What's that? Well, she just loves to eat chocolate. Oh, The Closer. The Closer was really my show. Like, I have never seen... Can I tell you? I've only seen Kristen Wiig's like, imitation of it, which is just her looking at the camera going, Confess! <laughs> Confess! <laughs> no one. No one's seen it. I haven't seen it, but Nick would for Every sure ep- drop a Closer truth bomb on me. Every episode? Yeah. Every episode. And Nick would... I watch all of the closer. A truth bomb I'm, on me of the closer. Like Kira so Cedric that. is my. It was kind of the truth. It was like what you used to navigate your life through, like mm-hmm. emotionally. I'm like, listen, it's like it's like, <laughs> it's like on the closer. How many seasons of the closer are there? Seven. Oh yeah, it's big. It's deep. It was it's also deep. one of those TNT series, so it was there was a lot of it. <laughs> it was sort of like the main TNT. It was like it was, it was like when, TNT, when TNT when TNT really, really knew <laughs> drama. You know, we know drama. That was the, we know drama. They were talking about the closer. They were they were talking about the. Closer. But we're talking about the comeback season two. <laughs> Hi. Hi, we're, and we're back. <laughs> what, what if we started doing little mini co- making commercials because no one will sponsor us? commercials about the closer. Yeah, or just, no, just doing fake spo- sponsor ads that aren't real. We should do that. That's fun. That might pop up. Brenda Lee Johnson. That was her name. Brenda Lee Johnson. 
Johnson. That's her name in the closer? Yeah, that was her name in the closer. <laughs> doesn't sound doing like... a full clo- closer. That doesn't sound like, like someone who's the lead of like a procedural for something. Really? Seasons. It doesn't? Well, Brenda? you should watch it. Yeah. Brent... Uh, yeah. He, don't, don't challenge him Sears on the closer. Frances Sternhagen played her does mom. She serve, does she like solve a murder every episode? Yes. Yes, and she closes with a confession. That's the thing, because she's a closer. So she gets the confession, so they barely have to do anything at the DA's office, because she's going to get them to confess. So every guest star does like a, a monologue. Closes out. Yes. But, but she also, and she also loves candy. Yeah, she's and she a would snack. always hide it in her drawer. <laughs> Just like bad. me, if y'all have been hearing a little rustling, it's because I've been tasting the rainbow today. you are the closest. Does Brenda like chocolate? or Loves chocolate. Oh, you said that, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's more like a chocolate taste. It's not like a tropical. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're not exactly the same, right. but we have a lot of similarities. We're serious about our jobs. We have great hair. We both wear glasses. Does she literally ask I'm, I'm tripping. What's happening on this episode? I am, I'm seriously, I'm tripping. I care a lot about the clothes I'm, right now. I'm like sweating. I'm freaking out. I'm like, where Where are we? I mean, who? Like, can you name any of the guest stars? Oh, we're confess? still talking about the clothes? No, Max, no, stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. You brought stop. it up. I didn't know it was going to happen like this, though. <laughs> okay. But Valerie doesn't like chocolate. She doesn't eat. Yeah, she, Valerie's an actress that, I, so sad so, such an interesting relationship with food and how she shows interesting relationship with um, with women in food we didn't really talk about um, Francesca all in the first season but she's really protective of Francesca not eating yeah because I think Valerie doesn't she sees herself in her I think Valerie's very careful about food you gotta, too Francesca's you gotta a teenager in Los Angeles no um, D- Bibi's not neater she's gotta can't eat. have her she has you can't have two non-eaters because then they just don't eat they just then they both just don't eat. So oh. at least one of them will balance it out as if like that also is real. Like those like that's not a real gimmick. That's not a real no. that's not a real pro tip. It's also so embarrassing to see Val like on a fast when Gigi is next to her. She's always like, oh no, I'm just I'm not eating today. You know? Fasting. And Gigi's just fully snacking on like double stuff Oreos. Mm-hmm. Another re- way I'm a lot like Gigi. <laughs> it's incredible to see kind of like she's a woman of a certain age, right? In season two. And she's like on the phone with her plastic surgeon. She's like, okay, uh, doctor, I only have a week to heal. So how, what can we do here? <laughs> she does it after someone says, wasn't it after the New York person? Or she does it after someone says she looks real. Like she no. looks really real. The, it's she's the HBO like, executives. Oh yeah, and then she's like, no. She's like, I need time to prepare. And she like points to her face. She's like, prepare. She's so fucked up that we can't look yeah. real. It's so fucked up that, like, the standard is full Glamazon. That's just, like, normal. And like we said, the whole thing is, like... And then anything else under Glamazon is just bravery. Well, to her, when she when they say she looks real, she takes it as an insult. Did I tell you that time I, I was doing a pilot for a... And an... Executive. Uh, I shouldn't say... Did I tell you about the time I did a pilot for a network that will remain nameless? Mm-hmm. And a network executive came up to me and they were like, I'm just so... We're so proud to have someone... So real on the show. Are you kidding me? No. And I was like, thanks so much. I mean, every, did everyone mean else, compliment. They no, meant everyone else on the show was a fucking model, was a fucking model, except for me. No, I guarantee you they meant that your acting was really truthful. No, really. they meant my look. I, they <laughs> meant my look. And we, I remember doing a camera test for them and like the other people who do the camera test, they were like, oh my God, you're so sexy and all this stuff. They're like, you just, your look is so particular. Is, you're like, Anthony Hopkins. They would be like, loved it. You're like William Holden. They could only like name people out of like old time Hollywood. 40s ish men. I was like, we can all just take pictures and not talk. (laughs) You also don't have to tell me how I Nick and I just went, we just, um, uh, someone just came over to the house and he just says, Oh, oh, Jason, your hair is is so long. 
Okay. Which is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> which is a fact. Who said this? Um, okay. Also will remain nameless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I remember thinking in my mind, oh, that's that's what you say when you don't have a yeah. compliment yeah. or anything else that you can think when of. When you see say. someone after a show. So how'd you feel? Yeah, how'd or, you feel? Or, or like you were in that. Yeah. You know, when you meet you were, someone, oh my gosh, you just did that. That's amazing. Yeah. Not oh. Yeah. It's like we all have girlfriends who we've like accidentally said to them that they look healthy. But we mean it as a compliment. Like, they look great. Yeah. And that's not a compliment for a woman. No. You just shouldn't say anything. You should say, I like that dress. You should say, your hair looks great. Or you should say, I'm concerned for you. You look unwell. And they take that as a compliment because they look really thin. Right. right. We all do. Actresses, yes. When someone's like, oh my God. Like, anytime someone looks... Are you okay? That's never happened. But the like one time that someone was concerned about how skinny I looked, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna remember this for the rest. You're like, of thank fucking, you so much. Fucking life because I'm a full GG. I'm, I'm a full GG in the streets but and I, in the sheets and in the sheets. I'm, I'm the a GG in the streets and sheets. But I've mentioned as a compliment when I say help. I, I don't GG mean that they the look sheets. like like you know curvy i mean that they look good do you remember when val has a crossover episode with the littlest assistant yes one. we didn't even get out that it's either. so long it's ago. also so great because she doesn't there are no jokes about that woman being a little person no, they're just jokes about her being a vicious reality star and who will do anything for that, like, plot totally she's a full she, well-rounded she character she empties the tank to to die out <laughs> On the highway, so that she can take her backpack and hike across the highway. She's there for drama. Hurry! Yeah, no, I need a, I need a, I need a taxi. Um, I'm, it's an emergency. Okay, I'm on the, I'm on the 10 freeway. The 10. I don't know. I'm on the, I think the Lincoln off ramp. I'm, you know, near there. I'm not at an address, so I can't. I'm not. A, Charlotte, no, no, don't try it. I've done this before. Five lanes, which are epic, epic. The show just keeps doing a wonderful upmanship that feels natural and not. I mean, there is obviously gimmickry, but there's some a, a base a base level of just like heartburn, sadness, yeah. some hope. Let's talk more about what season three would be. Like, I just love talking about it. I love thinking about what season three. So, would be. so it ends. I love that we... she's on like a quibby, you know, fifteen minute show you know she's like on she's on a 15 minute streaming service yeah, yeah. she's on a show just like on IGTV I think it's like IGTV IGTV she's on an IGTV show I think she could be yeah I think or or I think she could like it, like the a best thing for me that was just coming to my mind is she does like maybe she gets like a couple of things and then she gets the like Rosie O'Donnell and Smilf role yes but like a gritty fun, a but like gritty funnier. yes I mean, I, things like I want to see yeah, a little are, gritty Mm-hmm. I want to see her get attacked by like everyone on Twitter. I want like Valerie's canceled. Absolutely. Like I would love to see her like maybe at the top of the season she has just gotten canceled and it's her trying to find her way back from cancellation. Wow. Oh, is she it had because become she's, an activist? She's like supporting Rose Byrne in some way and she like does it the wrong way, right? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. She me too's it, but she me too's herself. And the, or not Rose Byrne. Sorry, I meant Rose. She cancels uh, herself. Who's Rose? You know, Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan. You right. know what? I fully, fully, fully <laughs> believe she would be on. I think she would be on a celebrity uh, big brother oh wow or 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 come on no come on dancing with the stars she already did was on dancing with the stars in like um special material after season one. Oh, really yeah yeah i haven't seen that where do i DVD. get that 
What's on the DVD? Yeah, she's on Dancing with the Stars. No. Fuck, HBO what? should have that on their fucking I'm sure we could find it on YouTube service. or something. It's incredible. Ow. Ooh, see that? That hurt. That really hurt. My neck's sore. My neck is sore. Can't turn my head. Well, I'm not surprised. After a whole week of being yelled at, whip your head, whip your head. Well, I can't do his accent. So, you know, but I did whip my head. You whipped it good? I did. I did. I did. But he was too busy. He was too busy giving me a dirty look after the head whip. You know, that he, he forgot to step around my legs and he dropped me. That's when he dropped me. You know, we're going to get voted off tomorrow because, oh, then he, then he stormed off. Did you see that? He just stormed off, left me, didn't, didn't even want to do the interview with the Dancing with the Stars crew. Left me standing there alone to do it, you know, but I didn't say anything, you know. He's a ruffian. Yeah, well, at least, you know. No, I didn't say anything about him, but he's a, he's a bad sport, you know that? He's just a bad sport and he's a bad teacher. You know, because he he was supposed to make me look good. You know, I'm not a dancer. I'm an actress. So it's his failure, not mine. You know. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember that. Your, did you, so, do you, I mean, I have in my parents' house. Yeah. Don't ever get rid of it, mom, dad. Yeah, they better fucking She not. just got like, I also I wonder want, if there's I want Juna to win an Oscar. Oh, Juna absolutely at least gets nominated. Yeah. Yeah, she's nominated for an Oscar. For Who do you think Juna is? Like... Is there? Do you think there's one actress who she is? Oh, I'm trying to think who that would it's be like from like Malin Ackerman, for the from the early aughts. Who or who do you think Valerie real? Like who do you think most distills who I Valerie mean, is? I know a lot of Valeries. Yeah, right. You know, I would never say that. <laughs> we, on the yeah, podcast. I guess this podcast is for the girls. You're right. It's for them. Yeah, we can't yeah. call them out. Yeah, but then we're also saying that we think Valerie. It's kind of another way of us saying that Valerie. I don't Stark. think there are lots of. I think. Right. I think one could. Identify Valerie in themselves. Yeah, Completely. I think it's rude to call out Valerie. Yeah, <laughs> to say that someone's a Valerie. Yeah, you can identify as a Valerie, but you can't voice Valerie ness upon yeah, people. They have to accept that on an, on an internationally syndicated podcast. Right. Yeah, that's just unconscionable. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, international. Yeah, on an international pod. Well, it's mostly Brazil, right? It's we actually have a lot of it. Somewhere we have lots else. of battle angels in South Korea. No way. We have lots of battle angels in Australia. In Australia. Well, you have to get into South Korean that's my, actresses. Um, that's my Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> Jane. Jane. That's Jane. My, Jane. That's, that's my Jeffrey Rush. Oh, I also wanted to, in season two, she starts doing abbreviations of things randomly, like NG. She and always does that's that. That's NG. Not good. Not good. <laughs> um, when they're trying to find like people to be uh, a Big Dick Perkins in season one, she's like, uh, no, he's N-A. Yeah. He's N-I. See after his name, N-I? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, not interested. Uh huh. Okay. Well, what about him? O O T out of town and N I. Okay. Well, I guess we need to find someone who's V I. <laughs> Valerie interested. <laughs> Some of those. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep like remembering little nuggets. Tom. Because every single Tom, when Tom finally calls, <laughs> Tom. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, it didn't work out, Tom. No, it didn't work out. I need someone who's VI. <laughs> Valerie interested. Oh, well, we're VI. We're very Valerie interested, and we love Valerie Cherish so much. Did we you do. have any last bops you want to talk about? Um, oh, God. I mean, I fucking could go on forever. Um, I, wanted, I just want to talk more about season three. Like, do you think it's possible without Mickey? I mean, I don't know. I don't I kinda, know. I know I want to say no, but I do think yes. Because I do think, like, that character... Ken is so fucking funny bouncing off all of these uninterested because 
right, no one's as interested in your career or in your life as you are. <laughs> and so it's very clear that everyone, like, you know, Tyler is just like, Tyler. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I don't, he, he literally is like, I want to be like him. And he points to Seth Rogen and he just wants to be an, an actor. He doesn't care about yeah. her career. So that juxtaposition constantly of her trying to always, um, keep going and everyone else just being like well if it doesn't really benefit me you know it benefits jane's and jane wants to come yes has to use the humiliation so she's like sure yeah keep doing this weird weird thing sure yeah so i think that that putting her in those situations does just bring me a lot of i mean it would kill me to not see the support that mickey keeps mm-hmm. the the um it's just like no it is it would be she's as i said she's incredible in any situation but like would she be able to go on without him? Like, you know, without that support? They were a duo. They really were the duo. And then season two really hones in on the humanity of that relationship. Yeah. And actually how, yeah, Valerie is really Valerie because she's kind of had this, like, best friend fan. Even the last scene kind of confirms that, like, she she's, I mean, she needs him. Yeah. Oh, in season one, when he, when he, when he, like, tries to act like first he's not gay and then he slips her, her clearly very old a headshot of his partner mm-hmm. just in case to play big dick perkins yeah and then also when he gets her the flowers and she get, looks at the card and she goes oh from my favorite gay <laughs> and he's giving her the stink eye I mean, guy oh oh it says guy guy from my favorite guy you didn't write that clearly but, but she, she, she that sees that i don't know what, what she written that more clearly i don't know what mickey's husband's name was it was like ron or something but she looks at it and she goes oh is that oh is that your ron Right. And there's just something about her, her knowing him yeah. so much. I don't know. It's like the only person that she really, I feel like, has taken time to remember Like, I'm just saying lives. she would need an ally. She would need a Mickey. Yeah. And the question is, right. would we want to see a new one? Because she I mean, would need Would one. it be Billy? Well, no. Billy is fucking out of... I mean, he just doesn't he's get it. Lunch. And he's, he's so obsessed wild. with his own career. Would it know? be Jane? I mean, it would have wow. to be someone like... Someone if, that we already know. What if but Jane then again, was Do we in... want to see them to keep... All come back again like that. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, don't I, I want to see it I, again. I do so want to watch Valerie do. I just I want to watch Lisa Kudrow do Valerie. Till I want to see where time. she's been. Well, that's why I'm saying like well, she could do a Big Brother because she could be in a house that's just fully all cameras, and you know what I mean. And her trying to navigate to win, to win like a million dollars, yeah. and like still also be famous and maybe use this as a celebrity thing. Like, but then just she like, have her reality crew inside the Big Brother house. No, because you can. No one can be in. Just I've yes. never actually seen Big Brother. But that's, that's the form of the show. Played. She always has her own crew. Yeah, that's right. So there's always something. To, I don't, know. don't leave home without him. This is a. <laughs> this is is a don't leave home without me. This is truly one of the greatest. The climate change and then ideas for season three for the comeback. Or what we like to figure out. The yeah, two things to figure out. It's kind of a Rubik's cube yeah, that I can't right. work. That's what's going on in the world. That's what's going on in the world. We're trying this to get it. This is the daily that's why podcast we have this from the New York Times. <laughs> but this is really why we have the podcast because we're solving big issues. That's we're right. Big dick issues. Change. Big dick for the girl issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. climate change is it's going to be what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, look. Tune in, next three. Tune in next week when this becomes an entire The Closer recap podcast maybe next week oh we maybe next week we can just eat skittles and not talk (laughs) i mean that's what we did this week it was very asmr guys i'm sorry i'm gonna hate myself for that when i have to edit this i feel like close oh no i love the sounds i think they're really beautiful and natural it makes it real it makes it like we're taping in my living room yeah i want to know what the podcasters are eating well always but i feel like the closer (laughs) i feel like the comeback is bringing me into the closer in a very organic way oh good yeah Yeah. i mean i don't know if it's streaming anywhere but you should just buy it broadcasting you should just buy it for however much it on itunes for like 49 you know yeah a season it's (laughs) a season 50 dollars a season it's like 30 episodes It's, it's worth it
I mean, Kira really did that for a while. You like Kira Sedgwick. And then she lost all of her money through Bernie Madoff. Man, she had a lot of it, too. And then she did that, and then she did that, like, um, film where Kevin Bacon was a pedophile. Right. Was she in that as well? The Woodsman. It was good. It's a good movie. And then she did a series that. called 10 Days in the Valley with my friend Francois. Wow, so we've really gone Wait, back what? to the... Wait, what? Recently? Yeah, it was a couple mm, years ago. Damn. It was like a, uh, a limited series on ABC. It was like 10 episodes. Well, oh my God. cool. We've come she... back to the closer. Let's keep She's going. in one of your favorite movies of all time. Yeah, Heart and Soul, baby. Yeah. Um, no, I think we should wrap <laughs> up because Max has to go to Italian class. <laughs> no, we're not kidding. He does. I think I'd rather skip because I can't do Italian. I'm so fucking bad. Well, that's why you have to keep going. If I you know, skip but class, I, you'll never learn. I can't do my homework. It's, it's like you know. It's just like I'm 16 again. Yeah, uh, um, I, I was never good at. Well, you don't life. look. You don't look like you're 16 again. So <laughs> yeah, you got that. I don't. <laughs> um, oh, that was a valley cherished ending, right? That there. was a very valley cherished ending. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, thanks all all of all of our love bugs, all of our baby girls, battle angels, all of our GGs. Yeah. Um, oh, should we rename our fans GGs? Ah! Uh, well, mm, no. This is what we can't tell people who are who tell our people that they're Valerie's. I don't think that we can also tell people you have to be a GG. Yeah. You have to identify. You, you have to come to self identify. Come yeah. to GG. And everybody comes to it at a certain point. Yeah, everyone does come to it. But listen, oh, we're gonna close her out right now. Okay. <laughs> with a clip from yeah, the closer. With a clip. Okay, we love it's you. It's going to be about a half this episode of the This is a crazy episode, Max. Thank you for coming again. We, um, Too you're many fabulous. Skittles make the baby go blind. <laughs> okay. I can't wait for next week with the closer. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the guest, you're right? Gonna come back, come just, I'm going to watch it all week. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to go broke trying to cover the closer. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be in such fucking debt because of the closer. Podcast. We already Thank are. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yes. Thank you for yes. coming yes. on. We're bowing right now. We're Thank bowing. We're Prayer doing hands. the Valerie. Thank We're doing so the Valerie. Hello and goodbye. Yoga. Yoga hands. Be yoga. Yes. Be, Be yoga. yoga. Hello. 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 Bye, babies. Bye. Bye, battle angels. Bye. I will survive. Yeah. It's sounding a little vanilla. Yeah. We need more street. More. More. Kick some ass. Yeah. Can do. Gotcha. Let me find it. Figure out where I am. The instrumental. I don't think there's any singing in this part. Well, you know, uh, she's really been dumped on by a guy. Get with that, okay? It took all the strength I had not to fall apart. Just trying hard to mend the pieces of my broken heart. And I spent oh so many nights just feeling sorry for myself. I used to cry. But now I hold my head up high and you'll see me. Somebody new. I'm not that chained up little person still in love with you. And so you felt like dropping in and just expecting to be free. Now I'm saving all my loving for someone who's loving me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. tried to break me with goodbye you think i'd crumble you think i'd lay down and die oh no not i oh it's so good i'm sorry it's just so good gotta get some angry hurts my throat 